7 and verse 12. I'll be going to Romans chapter 8 here in a little bit if you want to find that. Good to be a Christian this morning. Good to be back. I was glad to see, glad to see the grandchildren, but it's good to be home. We watched it on Facebook, but it just ain't like being here. And my, what a good place it's been this morning. To appreciate the testimonies. They helped me this morning. Appreciate them. Appreciate a God that's real, still on his throne. <laughs> he don't have some power. He's got all power this morning. My, what a friend we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to back up there and read verse 11. It says, Thou shalt therefore keep the commandments and the statutes and the judgments which I command thee this day to do them. Uh, to do them. Back in chapter 5 and verse 1, he said to hear them. To do them, to keep them, to learn them, those Ten Commandments. And, and then when he gets here in verse 12, he says, Now wherefore, seeing now, or wherefore, we, we know we're to keep those Ten Commandments. We're, to, we're not to forget that, that God has brought us out of the world. He's brought us out of the house of bondage. We're no longer enslaved. We're no longer in bondage. We've been given liberty. We've been given freedom this morning. Praise His high and holy name. So wherefore, it shall come to pass, and now listen to this if. Now, if, a little old word, but it has powerful meaning in Scripture. If, wherefore, it shall come to pass, if ye hearken to these judgments, and keep and do them, that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant. The covenant. I, I like how he puts it. The covenant. It's the covenant. And he's talking about the covenant that he made with Abraham. I'll be your God. You'll be my people. I'll bless those that bless you. I'll curse those that curse you. So wherefore it shall come to pass if, if we'll take these commandments seriously, if we'll apply them to our daily life and our daily walk and our daily thought process, if ye hearken to these judgments and keep and do them, that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant. Do you see there's a stipulation that comes? Do you see we've been adopted into the family of God? We've been adopted into the Jewish family. We've been brought into the, the covenants that God made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He, he's willing to be our God. He's willing for us to be his people if, if you hearken to these judgments. Keep and do them, that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant and the mercy which he swear unto thy fathers. Now go with me over to Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Now, some would say, well, that's, that's the Old Testament. That if, it, it's in the Old Testament. That keeping the law, well, that's back there in the Old Testament, but... It's just as real in the New Testament. Romans 8 and verse 1. You know, now, now Christ has given us, as I already said, we come to the Lord Jesus Christ and we get born again and, and we come alive in the Lord Jesus Christ and, and we're to become a new creature. Old things pass away in our life and 
Behold, all things is to become new in our life. We're not to go to the same places, hang around to the same people, use the same old drugs and drink the same old slop we used to drink. Do you see we're to become a new creature in Christ Jesus? Old things pass away in our life. And he says in verse chapter 8 and verse 1, Now, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Thank God. Praise His high and holy name. But he puts a stipulation in it. Just like Moses did. Back there, there's a stipulation within that. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh. Do you see, if you walk after the flesh, you're not going to pay no attention to those Ten Commandments. It's not going to bother you to steal. It's not going to bother you to lie. It's not going to bother you to commit fornication, to commit adultery. Do you see that if you walk after the flesh, the flesh is used to those things. The carnal nature is used to those things. But he said, there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. If we walk after the Spirit, the Ten Commandments are going to be up, bright, and clear in front of our eyes. The, the Spirit of God is going to condemn us if we even think about sinning against... My, how do I know that I'm a child of God? Because He won't let me buy with nothing. He, he, just, he takes me to woodshed over anything. Do you see? He keeps me straight. That Spirit of God within you will lead you and guide you and keep you in the right way. Praise His high and holy name. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and, and death. Do you see? I, I've become a new creature in Christ Jesus. That Spirit of God indwells me. It's able to lead me, guide me, condemn me when I get out of line. It's made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. Do you see those back there, those people that Moses was preaching to back there in the wilderness? They, they were still in the flesh. Moses preached the Ten Commandments unto them, but they had no power uh, to control the flesh. They had no, they, they had no ability to, to shove the flesh aside. They had no choice but to walk after the flesh and the lust thereof. Do you see? But it's not like that with us. It's different. We've been born again. We've been born to the Spirit of God. We're no longer uh, in death, but we've come to the life in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Spirit of God indwells us and leads us and guides us for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh. God sending His own Son. Oh, thank God. In the likeness of sinful flesh, for sin condemned sin in the flesh. That the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us. Uh-huh. Now listen to the stipulation. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. My, we've got to give the Spirit right away in our life. Amen. For they that are after the flesh, listen to this now. Do mind the things of the flesh. Amen. You say, how do I know I'm walking after the flesh? Well, if you're going out here lying... If you're stealing, if you're committing fornication, if you're committing adultery, if you're doing these, breaking these Ten Commandments, you're, you're minding the things of the flesh. For they that are after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh. But they that are after the Spirit, the things of the Spirit. Do you see if we're being Spirit-filled and 
spirit-led, we're going to have a desire to be in the house of prayer. We're going to have a desire to read the Word of God. Those, those, those Ten Commandments is going to be up on the pedestal. Do you see? We're going to skew evil. We're going to love that which is right. Do you see? The Spirit of God will instill that into our heart and into our mind. But for to be carnally minded now, it's a stipulation in it. I'll never accept this easy gracism now. I know I'm on it all the time. You can't go out here and live any way you want to live. And say, well, I ask forgiveness. It's not. My, to be carnally minded is death. That's a spiritual death. Hallelujah. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Oh, praise His high. There's joy in this way. There's peace in this way. There's contentment in this way. That we can experience the joy of our salvation. But not playing around with sin this morning. Because the carnal mind is in mighty against God. For it is not the subject of the law of God. Neither indeed can it be. This old carnal nature of ours is not even subject to the law of God. Neither indeed can it be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. If you're in the flesh, those commandments is not going to mean nothing to you. They're not going to mean nothing to you. But, but listen to this verse 9 now. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit. Now, there's the if, that powerful word if. If so be that the Spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if the Spirit of God is in you, if you've been born again, if you've come alive in the Lord Jesus Christ, and that Spirit of God dwell in you, you're not in the flesh, but you're in the Spirit. Now, if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, he's none of his. Do you see these people confessing Christianity and going out here and committing fornication and adultery and all these types of, of ungodly sins and saying, I'm all right with God. The Spirit of God ain't even in them. They ain't, it ain't even in them. If you can go out here and commit these kind of sins and it don't bother you, you're not saved. The Spirit of God's not in you. That's what Paul's saying. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the Spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, do you see if we've been saved and we've been born again and that spirit of God is indwelling us, that he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken, that means to make alive, uh, uh, this old carnal nature is dead uh, and trespasses and sins. But if that spirit of God dwells in us, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, it's able to make alive and cause us to do good. But he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your body bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. So that do you see that stipulation is not just under the law, but it's under grace also. But we've got to come clean with God and we've got to live right. And back here in Deuteronomy now, it says, Wherefore it shall come to pass, if you hearken to these judgments, keep and do them, that the Lord thy God shall keep unto thee the covenant. I'll be your God. You can be my people. And the mercy which ye swear unto thy fathers. You say, well, if you keep the commandments, why do you need mercy? 
because none of us is perfect. Do you see? We, we, we can, with all of our might, we can give ourselves to God and we can serve God with all we have, but we'll still at times come up short. Thank God for the mercy. But that's completely different now. That's completely different than going out here and blatantly and, and premeditating sinning against God. It's completely different. He said, wherefore, and in verse 13, and he will love thee. Now, if we'll keep his commandments, if we'll put him first and foremost, if we'll put out the little G gods out of our life and put him first and foremost, he will love thee, he will bless thee. Now, Moses is going to preach some health and wealth here. He's going to preach some health and wealth on these next few verses. Not the same kind of health and wealth message you hear out here in the world now. Now, uh, you turn the TV on, they'll preach health and wealth if you sow a seed into my ministry. But that ain't what Moses is preaching. He's saying if you'll keep the commandments, if you'll come clean with God, He will love thee, He'll bless thee, He'll multiply thee, He will also bless the fruit of thy womb and the fruit of thy land, thy corn and thy wine, thine oil, the increase of thy kind, thy flocks of thy sheep, in the land which he swear unto thy fathers to give thee, thou shalt be blessed above all people. Amen. There shall not be male or female barren among you or among your cattle. The Lord will take away from thee all sickness Hallelujah. and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt which thou knowest upon thee, but will lay thee upon all them that hate thee. Now, if that ain't health and wealth, I don't know what else he is. Amen. And God's promised us to bless us. Do, do you see? I, I believe with all of my heart, uh, probably all of us has missed out on a lot of blessings that God wanted to pour into our life because of our own stubbornness, because of our own unwillingness to, uh, to, to get on the potter's wheel and let God mold us and make us what he would have us to be. Do you see? God wants to bless us. But he can't bless over top of sin. He can't bless over top of disobedience. He can't bless over top of unfaithfulness. Amen and hallelujah. And he wants to bless us, and I believe he will bless us. Hallelujah this morning if we'll put him first and foremost. And now you say, well, if somebody's sick, does that mean they're sinned? They sinned? Well, I don't know. I don't think we can be the judge of that. I don't think we can be the judge of that. You look at Joseph. Joseph, uh, I believe Joseph was a man of God, and, and he was sold into slavery down into Egypt, and he, and he was, sla it was slave in Potiphar's house, and then sent to the dungeon, and, and if you look at Joseph's life, you'd say, well, Joseph must have sinned a great sin for that to happen, but, not, but that was all part of God's plan for Joseph's life. Do you see, we've all got... Uh, trials we've got to go through and all of our faith it has to be tried and we all go through things we don't understand hallelujah so we can't look at someone sick and say well they must have sinned we can't do that Amen. we don't know what God's doing and, and God in riches now uh, God don't look at riches like our carnal mind looks at riches the carnal mind say well the, uh, the man over here driving a jaguar well he's rich he's got riches but do you see uh, I drive a Toyota and he drives a Jaguar. But if I've got driving around in that Toyota and I've got peace and I've got contentment, and I've got joy, I get along with my wife sitting there next to me, and that man over in that Jaguar is miserable, he's discontented, he's unhappy, he's miserable. Who's wealthy this morning? 
Do you see, it's not always measured on a mansion or a fancy car. Hallelujah. If we could find peace and we could find joy in this old troublesome world out here, we've got a hold of the greatest riches on earth. Oh, praise His high and holy name. Glory to the Lamb of God. Thank God I'm saved this morning. Thank God, Brother Raj, I'm not living on that trap door this morning, but I'm built my life up on a solid foundation, the prophets and the apostles, the word of God. I'm living my life up on the rock, that perfect blood that Jesus shed up on the old rugged. Oh, praise his high and holy name this morning. What a friend we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.